Learning new skills can be tough. It's a roller coaster of emotions. The highs that come with reaching the smaller goals along the way are often countered by the lows of countless defeats between them. It is during one of these periods of defeat that people often give up on their new aspirations. They decide looking, or perhaps closer to reality, feeling foolish outweighs how they think they will feel after acquiring the new skill. Whether it's breaking your own personal record at the gym, get some. Learning a new language, or picking up a new hobby. Wow, take a look at my new bicycle that I made from toothpicks. Opportunities to progress and grow as humans are limitless, and so are the opportunities for failure. So how should we frame progress when shrouded in the shadows of doubt and worry? Today, we'll be building off of the last episode focused on Marcus Aurelius, the episode titled The Captain of Your Own Ship, and looking at the golden sayings of Epictetus. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Howdy, and welcome back to the Plutarch Project Podcast. This is episode four of our short-form podcast, Resonare Erestratationes, or Echoes of Illumination. A brief illuminating look at a piece of literature, history, or philosophy to fill the gaps between our longer-form podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe and share if you find yourself picking up what we're putting down. So, let's get started. Epictetus was a Stoic philosopher. Unlike last episode's philosopher, the noble-born emperor Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus was born as a slave in 50 AD in what is now modern-day Turkey. As he grew, his owner, a secretary under the emperor Nero, allowed him to study philosophy. This lucky break made his world, and by extension our own, much richer than it could have been. He was freed sometime after the death of Nero and began teaching philosophy in Rome. In 93 AD, or CE, depending on which one you prefer, all philosophers were banned from Rome and Epictetus set up shop in Greece with his own philosophical school. He lived until 135 CE, and all of his works have been passed down to us by his most famous pupil, Arian of Nicomedia. There's quite a bit to his philosophy, but for our purposes here today, it might be best to categorize him with Seneca and Marcus Aurelius in that philosophy is not some abstract field of study, but rather a way of living life. If you can recall last episode, Marcus Aurelius believed all things in the human world to be mere opinion. Love, anger, wealth, power, and so on. The only thing that can aid us in this battle of opinion is to take control of our own mind and, quote, let go of our own opinions. Epictetus held a similar belief. His writings focus on people knowing, examining, and crafting their own actions as acts of discipline and self-control. The reason being that all externalities are simply out of one's control. The only thing you have agency over is yourself. And with this, we can focus on today's quotation. It reads, quote, 
If thou wouldst make progress, be content to seem foolish and void of understanding with respect to outward things. Care not to be thought to know anything. If any should make account of thee, distrust thyself. Unquote. It's probable that Epictetus was talking about grander ideas than picking up the guitar with the goal of playing like Jimi Hendrix in mind, but then again, Epictetus didn't live in the time of Jimi Hendrix, now did he? But for our purposes in the contemporary world, we can apply these same words to microscopic goals, adding to our macroscopic experience. The thing that really stands out at first is the line, be content to seem foolish. There aren't too many cats out there that would prefer to seem foolish, especially when aiming to master something. Let's face it, unless you're a prodigy or just happen to have some natural advantage, you are probably going to be rather terrible at something the first time you try it. You're probably going to suck, but that's okay. Reflect back on your life. How many things have you given up on because at first they seemed insurmountable after the first attempt? or the second attempt, heck, even the 20th attempt? How many rock star dreams have been smashed by the ironclad hammer of reality? Perhaps it's our expectations, or our opinions, to borrow from Marcus Aurelius, of how progress should be that hinder our actual abilities to progress. This is where the next part of Epictetus's saying comes into play. He writes, quote, Void of understanding of outside things, unquote. One of the greatest advantages of learning a new skill is being brutally aware of how much we don't know. It's great to know what is possible. Seeing Hendrix riff the national anthem, viewing Michael Jordan hit the, hitting the game-winning shot in the championship game, or reading about ultra-marathon runners can be motivating, but without at least theoretical knowledge of the gap between a newbie and these people who have excelled at the highest levels, the newbie is in for a world of hurt. You're not going to have a good time. To put it another way, it's like training to climb Mount Everest by stepping up and down off of your sofa. You're going to have a bad time when you arrive at the base of the mountain looking up and going, oh goodness, what did I get myself into? Recognizing that you are, quote, void of understanding, unquote, and letting the anxiety of not knowing flow over you can allow your curiosity and drive to sprout and bloom as progress is made one step at a time. Unfortunately, those who don't recognize their limited understanding are subject to things like the Dunning-Kruger effect, a cognitive bias where people overestimate their ability because they can't objectively view it. Even world-renowned experts have limitations. You can be the foremost expert in the world on something, and still there will always be more to be obtained, whether in information or in time or experimentation or whatever it may be, there's always more. This is where Epictetus notes, quote, care not to be thought to know anything, unquote. Now, he isn't saying forget how to use a spoon and forget wearing pants, although that sounds like it could make for an interesting time, he is saying, don't be content to flaunt your knowledge. There's always more out there, and if not now, then later, someone else will have a greater depth of understanding and knowledge. There's no reason to peacock, especially if your understanding of something resides only within the basics. Heck, 
If experts are free to express that they don't know at all, why shouldn't a beginner? Finally, Epictetus lets loose with the final line, quote, If any should make account of thee, distrust thyself, unquote. Progress is great, and it really feels great to be praised. Rarely will you see anyone truly praising an expert. I once had a mentor tell me that praise is for kids and beginners. When people stop praising you and begin treating you like an expert, that's when you are really onto the path of hard-earned progress. A simple example can be found in many people's lives. At one time, you were probably praised for being able to use a spoon by yourself. How many people are praising you now for the same action? Really, how many? And if they did, how would you feel about it? Life is full of examples like this, and it's best to reflect on your own past experiences if you're feeling unsure of your progress in a given activity. A checkpoint of motivation could be to keep pushing to this point, and once this point is reached, pat yourself on the back for a quick minute, and then keep on working toward the next goal in your idea of progress. It's up to you to let go of outside opinions, to focus your drive and determination toward something greater, and to keep progressing through the foolishness, through the amateur stage, up until you and you alone are satisfied, truly satisfied with your level of attainment. So, for now, be okay with feeling foolish. Be okay with not progressing at lightning speed. Be careful of too much praise. And focus on the things that you can control, your opinion and your actions. Thanks for listening. And, as always, onward! Thank you for listening to the Plutarch Project podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please feel free to subscribe, share, do a little dance, make a little love. I don't know. Do whatever you want, really. It's a free world. So, thank you once again. Keep your eye out for our next podcast coming out soon. Thank you very much. Good day. Oh, oh, thank you very much. <laughs>